Good morning. My name is Holly North. My Dharma name is Wan Ja Yu. I have a question to go with my talk. The question is, seasons change, what remains? Seasons change, what remains? A famous quote from the Greek philosopher Heraclitus is, change is the only constant in life. While yes, this is true of the material world, is there a realm where eternal happiness is the only constant? I have struggled this past year finding balance between work and spiritual practice. I am ready for a season of change. In the spring of this year, I started writing a Dharma talk from the doctrine of the founding master, chapter 2, verse 19. In this verse, Master Sotasan talks about ordinary people working hard for survival, yet not knowing the source of which material wealth arises. I sat with this verse through the summer and fall. I have come to share my experience. What I learned is that true happiness resides within us and not outside us. In verse 19, the founding master says, the lives of ordinary people are concerned with working hard to find clothing, food, and shelter, but not with seeking out the principle by which that clothing, food, and shelter appears. This is really a shame. If one needs the physical bodies, clothing, food, and shelter, isn't it even more the case that one requires the power of the spiritual requisites of the one mind, knowledge, and implementation that control the physical life? The spiritual requisites mentioned here are addressing the threefold study. The one mind is cultivated in the threefold study. It is described as clear, calm, round, and tranquil. Knowledge is called inquiry in the threefold study. It is knowing our spiritual nature and understanding the fundamental principles that govern the universe. Everything in the material world is viewed as separate and changing like the seasons. The one mind, Ilwan, is the original essence of all things in the universe and is ever present in all things. Implementation is known as action in the threefold study. By choosing beneficial actions, we create a life for the betterment of ourselves and others. This passage relates to a personal struggle of mine, of manifesting the things I need for my human existence. I continually loop back to the same financial issues over and over again, hence the reason for my overcommitted schedule. This is frustrating to me because I know I am creating in this way. I now understand that I have been putting my focus in the wrong direction. I was looking outside of myself instead of within. 
When Reverend Wang Gang and I talked in the spring, I expressed my difficulties with this passage. She said that true wealth is being content. After our meeting, I started writing a Dharma talk titled, Are You Content? I'm going to share a little of what I wrote then. If I look around me, I live very well. I have the ideal life. I have a girl, a boy, a husband, a dog, and lots of friends. Our backyard is a Shangri-La that we created with lush gardens. We have a home that is comfortable and suits our family. I have an art studio in the backyard. People are always giving me clothes. We eat as good, if not better, than any restaurant with our yummy homemade meals. I have all of these things, but why am I still not content? I continued looking for contentment throughout the summer months. I was able to remain in a satisfied state until fall arrived and a few major things broke around the house and with our cars. The contentment that I was feeling went straight out the door. Anxiety and fear hit me like a four-ton truck. The same debilitating conflict had returned to glare its beady eyes in my direction. Feelings of gratitude turned into feelings of worthlessness and despair. The season of contentment turned into a season of discontentment. I had another disappointment while we were gone over the summer. We returned home to our backyard sanctuary being completely altered. The house directly behind us had all of the trees cut down that were the buffer between our house and the subdivision behind us. Instead of having privacy and shade, it felt bare and exposed. I'm still having a hard time adjusting to this change. The things I cherish can vanish as quickly as the trees in my backyard. I realized that what I was content with during the summer were all things outside of me. It was easy to be focused on the good when everything was going smoothly. Material wealth can be stripped from us in an instant, and all we have can disappear like leaves from the trees and fall. Master Sotasan states in Chapter 8, Buddhahood, verse 15, Moreover, worldly happiness eventually must come to an end. The impartial law laid down by heaven is that what comes will go, what is prosperous will decline, and what is born will die. Even if a person possesses the most wealth, honor, fame, and reputation under heaven, no one has the power to resist old age, sickness, and death. When one's physical body finally dies, one's spouse and children, property and position, and indeed everything in which one previously invested all one's efforts and desires, will scatter like floating clouds. However, since the happiness of heaven is originally recognized and achieved through the formless mind, that happiness will never change, even if you change bodies. Did you hear that? The happiness of the formless mind never changes. I believe Reverend Wang Gong gave me good advice. Being content is true wealth. What I'm learning is that I need to find contentment within myself by seeing the one mind, the formless mind, which is my true nature. What remains when the seasons change? This winter, I plan to focus on true wealth. I have been adjusting my schedule to make this possible. 
I signed up for a week-long meditation retreat at the Wan Dharma Center at the end of January. I've never been on a week-long retreat before and look forward to the spiritual wealth I may gain from this experience. When I return to the clear, formless mind through meditation, my doubts and fears will melt away like snow in the midday sun. I have noticed that the more I grow in spirit, the less I live in lack and fear. I have been discontent trying to control outcomes instead of being in a calm, present state of being. I feel stretched thin, struggling to maintain all of my commitments. Working hard has taken the place of my spiritual practice over this past year. In this changing season of my life journey, I plan to cultivate a well-rounded spirit by making more space for my spiritual practice. I know that all I need will be provided for when I trust in the eternal force. I will continue to be grateful for my blessings. The big difference is what I plan to focus on. I plan to grow in my spiritual focus and remain in this awareness while I conduct my daily life. We are on this path together. Although your suffering may be different from mine, I believe that we have our personal struggles to get us closer to oneness. We can get through life's changes when we find unwavering power from within. What remains, my friends, when the seasons change? The answer may be clear to you. The key is cultivating this knowledge and putting it into action, as in the threefold study. I believe our eternal world reflects our inner world. Therefore, I am cultivating peace and contentment from within as my spiritual practice. Next spring, there will be new growth in the garden. Summer will bring an abundant bouquet of beautiful flowers. When fall comes, I will reap a bountiful harvest of well-being and equanimity. Along with a harvest of spiritual harmony and abundance, I believe my material needs will be met in turn. When the seasons change, eternal peace and happiness will remain.